Okay, so we're going to do the Yaakov's critique of Shimon Levi. So, um, maybe short, who knows, we'll see. So if we look at, um, I guess, you know, this whole story that Shimon, um, that Shem took a Dina and raped her, and basically try to make a proposition that they would uh, join together. He want, you know, he wanted to keep her and be married to her. And, right, and he wanted to make a, like a bris, right? Right, that was what he proposed, right? And, and Shimon and Levi, right, answered in trickery because of, you know, the Matame Dina, their sister, and they said, we can't do it unless you guys are abreast and so on. You know the whole story, okay? So sure enough, they tricked them, and they ended up uh, killing the whole city, right? Okay. So after the whole story, so at the end of it, Yaakov says, this is in Pasuk Lamed, Lamed, Dalet, Lamed. So Yaakov Inu says, Yomer Yaakov, El Shimon Levi. Yaakov said to Shimon and Levi, Achartem Osi, you have stirred me up. Right? Something like that. Troubled me. Stirred me up. Okay? To uh, make me look bad in the eyes of the, you know, to make me disgusting or whatever in the eyes of the uh, the dwellers of the land. And I am few in number. And they're going to gather up and they're going to hit me and they're going to destroy me. I am my family, right? So he's giving them a sir, right? You're uh, ruining our reputation. They're going to come and destroy us. By Yomru, and they answered back, I guess only us is Osana. What do you think that our sister is Osana? We could just sleep with her and then just, you know, make it a deal and pay us off and, uh, you know, give us a, a good deal, sweet deal, and then that's it. We just back down. So they held that they had to do it. Okay. Interesting is that seemingly they got the last word. Yaakov didn't say anything. He just kind of left it. So what's the shot in Achartem Osi Lahabi Shein? Achartem Osi. So Rashi says, Lashon Mayim Achurim. Like troubled waters. Or uh, cloudy waters. Cloudy waters. Achurim. Cloudy. Ain daitit slulachshav. My mind isn't clear now. means like you've muddy, made my mind unclear. Okay, the agada and the agada says The barrel was clear, and you made it cloudy. What does that mean? There was a masora in the hands of Kanam. that they would fall in the hands of Bnei they thought it would be until after they're plentiful and they inherit the land, much, much later. So that's why they were quiet. They felt that even though Bnei Yaakov are going to destroy us, they, they weren't really frightened because they thought it was going to be many generations later. I guess based on the risk of Adam's arm. But... But how they wouldn't weapon him right now. What? But how they wouldn't weapon right now because, like, why would they... Yeah, I guess they must do it early. Yeah. Okay. So basically, but they felt, maybe not based on Christmas arm, but whatever. They, 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 so they were quiet. They felt like they were really a threat. But now you're making us look like a threat. 
you're rocking the boat, you're dirtying the waters, and now they're going to come after us and kill us. Right? And that's what Yaakov is worried about. Right? And they say, Mispar, we're a small, small number. Right? And they answered back, Achazona, Hafgar. You're going to make our Hafgar? Okay. So there's two again. So two Pshatim in Achartem Osi. Right, Lavishen. So the first Pshat says that my mind is not clear. Right? Achartem Osi means my mind is not clear. Right? And the second shot is like the Chavis isn't clear. Somehow the Chavis was clear. Now you kind of shook it, rocked it up, messed it up. Okay? Because now you're going to get us killed, right? They had this like kind of, they were, everything was kind of calm. And everyone was kind of trusting that nothing was going to happen. But now you kind of created all kinds of a tumult. And now they're going to, going to come after us, right? Okay. Okay, any questions? Yeah, okay, good question. What are the flames? What is saying? You made my head clap. What does that mean, head clap? What does that mean? He's like confused, he's worried, he's all bothered, upset. You know, like what, it's not clear what it means. That's like a separate shot. And that's why she sounds like saying the flame shot. The other one's like, oh, the flame shot is you made my mind not clear. What does that mean? I guess I'll tell you what's not. Yeah, I once had a thought. I guess this is going to happen. like Yaakov was quiet. So when it happened, Yaakov was, seems to be have heard about it, but he was He was quiet until they came. The one to say once is that he knew that he was emotional. And um, he knew it's like not a time to just make a decision. When you're emotional, it's like you're not, you, you don't want to be making a decision on your own. You want to talk it through with other people. You know, so it's like this was just to lash out and to decide. Like he, was, he, he, he held his tongue to know. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna act because I don't I don't I don't trust myself to act properly. Now. And, and I'll ask my kids. My kids are also the brother of Misora. you know they're the other he's training them, they're his tummy them. And he'll talk it through with them. That's what he that was what he thought. He thought they had to like convene, discuss together and see what they come up with. Ironically, he ended up acting they ended up acting without yeah. consulting. Yeah, yeah, right. It's true. That's yeah, true. But that's what he see he he held that we have to be very careful. Since he knew this was, he knew about the Gazoni Asosino. He knew about that. He, he himself felt that way. At the same time, he's worried. It's not so simple. And he felt this takes extreme balance and delicate, delicate care to know how exactly we should act. And we have to discuss this. And they acted and they made this time. It's not clear. Did he think that it sounds like he was going along with it? Not yeah. like he thought that they were going to okay, they make over, they make a breast. And I, is this appropriate to do that? And I was like, oh, whatever. Maybe it's the damage control, whatever. It's the best you can do under the circumstances. Like, was he involved in that answer? Is those nails blocking to you? I'm morally unfulfilled so far. I don't know. Maybe that's a that. All the nails are between all the brothers. Yeah, according to our bot, like, so my question is like this. I have one question. Maybe it's not long, it's not so hard, but like, let's just tie that. One question is, what does he mean that you troubled me? You've made my mind unclear. That was one question. That's Ariel's question. But my second question is, whatever it means exactly, it's like that's his complaint to them. You made my mind troubled. Like you, what you, you risk the, Like I hear the second shot. You risk all of the Kali's shot. They're gonna come and attack us. And oh yeah, also I'm really upset. You've really upset me. Like you really upset me. Upset me is like besides the point. You made my mind unclear. Whatever it means, it's like a very 
in a certain sort of center, self-centered type of a critique. Make your critique and then say it right. Say, you guys are risking the whole Israel. But look, it's like, you bothered me, Avishani, Yoshef Haaretz, to make me disgusting or whatever, and the people, it's like all about it. me, 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 me. You got me upset at me, this and me, that. It's like, why, why is he, I don't know, it just sounds like a funny type of uh, critique, right? I was like, I don't know, he's like missing the point. And the Agada says the point, the Medrash kind of says the point, is that there's, they had this Misora, things were calm. Things were still. They weren't picking a fight with us. We were living alongside of them, and nobody was getting upset. Everything was cool. And now you're just making things. Uh, uh, the you know the waters are getting uh, you know shaken up, and now we're going to get killed. I get it. But say, oh, and also my mind isn't clear. That's his critique to them that you made my mind unclear, right? That's right. Like so sounds like the brother's point is a good point. As long as you saying you can't just be weak. Right, give you, we can just let it slide and say whatever. I don't want to make a fight, and you got to fight, and that's their point. And Yaakov didn't even have a response. Well, sounds like they went up to him, right? Is that, but I don't know, sometimes you, you feel like Yaakov should be the winner, right? But it, it sounds like he kind of gives the weak answer here, he comes off as being weak, right? Doesn't really have a counter argument to that. That's the Pasuk says in um, two seconds later by Yisa when they travel. The fear of God was on the nation around them. Low road They didn't chase after Yaakov. So, right. In certain sense, it sounds like the brothers were right. But Yaakov's fear, maybe we could say it was Ashkacha, Hashem helped him or whatever, but ultimately Yaakov's fear didn't materialize. Right? Didn't materialize. They showed toughness and they got away with it. They said, we're strong. We can't do this. And people backed down. And look, it doesn't say chitas, but you know, still. It's a different track a little bit. So it seems like at this point, you get the sense that Yaakov is modata, in some sense. They gave the last word. They said, you don't say no, it sounds like that's it. They went. But then in Vayechi, when Yaakov gives out his brachos, he says, Shimon Vlevi Achim, Kletamas Mechirosayim. Right, stolen weapons are their uh, weapons, stolen tools, their weapons, and Rashi. They're, they're teaming up in this it's uh, about Shem and about Yosef. And he continues to prove that it was done by Yosef. Right, and then he says, it's like the stolen weapons, it's like the Brach of Esav to be like violent and aggressive, you know. And then he says, I'm jumping a little bit. It says, Kiba Apam because in their anger they killed a man. Rashi says, Elu Chamor, It's like they're killing a whole city because they're angry. Right? It's like one person, but it's a whole city. They're also one person. So he's criticizing them for their anger for destroying the city. You see, he's what he's saying is that you guys, you know, were acting out of anger and you were destroying a city and it wasn't really appropriate. You can destroy a city like that because you're mad. Uh, right, so th- this is a critique, right? And so, why didn't he say this earlier, right? And this is like he, they should have said, and then he should have said, uh, You guys are angry, 
and your whatever, whatever, whatever critique. It's like he he only left it off at in in Yishlach, right? As if they they were right, and then comes along in Vayichi. All of a sudden, he's blasting them. So Rashi takes this question up, sort of, in Dvarim. Dvarim Aleph Gimel. So it says at the beginning of Dvarim is Moshe Rabbeinu giving Moshe the Kali Yisrael, and he says, it says Malach Shlochichan El Samachim Yisrael. He only gave the Moshe near his death. Yimilam, where did he learn that from? Yaakov. <laughs> From Yaakov Avinu, he only gave Musa to his kids close to the death. His death. Amar Ruven Bani, and Yomer Lecha. Ruven said, "I said to you, Minemalohu Chachichta Kolashamal. Why didn't I give you a review all these years? Pachas my malto, circulates in Mishkavicha. The whole thing is moving the bad, right? Kedei Shelo Tanicheni v'Teilach Latidbar Be'Esavachi. So you don't leave me and go and cling to Esav, my brother, right?" There's four reasons in the Sifre why you don't um, rebuke your person but close to death. You don't have to do it twice. And also so your friend won't be embarrassed. You know, the recipient won't be embarrassed. And so there's four reasons. And that's the thing Yeshua also didn't do it till near his death. And also Shmuel and also David. You see, this is like um, a, a pattern. A lesson that Yaakovinu sat down, and uh, you know, the, the great leaders of Kali Yisrael followed in his path. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean he don't rebuke them. I mean, he did rebuke them. Here, he says, you know, how can you do this? It's all right. Yeah, so what do you say to that? He did rebuke them. And what? Moshe Rabbeinu never gave us Musr before, right? I and mean, it's been Musr throughout the Torah now. Moshe Rabbeinu never gave us Musr. Really this is not they have to say that there's rebuke and there's rebuke. Not every rebuke is the same. And you can give a certain type of rebuke, you can give a person whenever, the time. But then there's a deeper type of rebuke. Like, yeah, grooving. Like, like, hasty as water. Anger is cursed, you know? I mean, there's the, these are like biting rebukes. And Moshe uh, in his muster in you know in Barim. I don't know sure exactly which point to point to, but a lot of it is very harsh. So there's a certain type of a deep muster which is risky, risky to give too early. And so much so, as shocking as it sounds, it sounds like Yaakov and his Rashi was worried that if he really gave Reuven, if he told Reuven what he was really thinking, there's a risk that Reuven was gonna be so embarrassed, so uncomfortable, so insulted, so whatever, that he would go to Asa. Asaph, right? And he just wouldn't be able to handle it. So, not so simple for a father, for a leader, to rebuke that kid. It must be very delicate. Yes, rebuke, yes, but not too deep and not too, I mean, obviously it has to be balanced in a way as that line. But, so that's what I think, and that's what you were saying before, is that that he did give them a, a critique. He says, <laughs> he, gave, he gave his argument. But then they gave a counter-argument. And he says, okay, fine. I back down. I back away. He realized, he sensed the anger. And again, you can't say to them you're angry. Don't could be viewed as an argument. There is an argument there. You could defend it. And like I think you said, it's, it's like there's a shikla das. Ultimately, there's two ways, there's two sides to the story. 
Yaakov held he was right and they were wrong. But he held that they were misjudging. There's a subtlety here. And that's why he says, like, I think it's good as he said before, he knew not to act impetuously. He knew that we got to calm down. We got to, we have emotions in the area. We got to be able to put our heads together, think clearly, balance all the different things. And you guys are acting uh, too quickly. Can I, can I prove that you're wrong? I cannot prove that you're wrong. And I can't call you out and say they're acting out of anger. Who's going to listen to that? A kid, it's the father saying, you're acting out of anger? Well, in his anger? Like he says, you're not supposed to act, uh, you know, um, you've tried to be a that person in the time of his anger. The person who's angry can't hear your point. Especially a father saying you made a mistake and you whatever. It just So look, he made the argument, but he had a, a hope that they would hear it. You put it out there on the table. And if they accepted it, great. If they don't accept it, don't push too hard. Back away. Let them think mull it over. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But then, Samach Lamisa is like a different type of an opportunity. On your deathbed, there's great feelings of Ava. They respect you. They realize that you're just only looking after the good for the best of the future generations and all that. It's like the, the competition is kind of gone. You're, the child is replacing the father. It's just like it doesn't have the same animosity, same competitiveness, same all those feelings. You're not going to be embarrassed anymore. He's passing on for four reasons, whatever. But the point is, like, at that moment, you have the ability to give a certain type of muscle, deep muscle, really soul-searching muscle, which is, which you can't give at a different time. And that's what the lesson Yaakov did and sat it down in Moshe and Yeshua and Shmuel and Yoda and David. They all took that cue. That that's the case. So he, he gave, so my point is, is that he gave them a limited muscle, originally. Right, you only act. There's only on the action. Does the character? Yeah, right. Exactly. The point of the guy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So you are an angry person, and cursed is you. Forget about it. You know you can't do that. And I'm sure many fathers make those mistakes, and there's sour relationships between uh, parents and children. These things are tricky. Many you know messed up families, messed up relationships are there because. Fathers are, are too harsh. And it just has the damage, which you can't repair these things. You know, so Yaakov knew. But that doesn't mean he didn't say anything. See, this is interesting. It doesn't mean you just let your kids walk all over you and do anything they want. You you try. You push. So you don't, you don't know how deep the emotions are and how much you're going to be able to make headway. So you tried. But he saw that he wasn't going anywhere, and he stored it away in the back of his head. And when it came time... He did it, and arguably something happens for Reuven. I mean, I analyze the Reuven story, but that's, I mean, the Rashi story about Reuven is, is specific, but arguably it's the same thing as by Shimon Levi. Ah, so with that in mind, I want to say, maybe you could say the same thing with his Lashon of Acharte Mosi Lavishani. Remember we said it's like very self-centered. You know, don't, don't say you made me upset. They're going to come after me and me and this, right? Say, this is wrong. You're endangering Kali Yisrael. You're... How could you guys do this? The whole mission could be in, in jeopardy. He doesn't say that. The pshat. The pshat is, you disrupted me. You made me very upset. You know? that That's very, it's a weak muscle. That was our question. It's weak. Say it objectively. Say it in objective terms. Say that you guys are destroying, potentially threatening the whole cloud. You know? But he doesn't even say it. it's about me. Threaten me, made me upset, and maybe they're going to come out and they're going to attack me. Right. I'm small, what? 
Yeah, it's lessening the bottle. I'm saying so. He's lessening the bottle. It lends itself to them to say, "Okay, so you're upset. Okay, so big deal. I don't care if you're upset. You're upset. What do I care about you? Okay, we've got bigger things to think about. We've got only ourselves to think about. You're upset. Okay, you'll be okay tomorrow or whatever. You'll be, you know. So like he he specifically gave like a week in a certain sense like a weak argument that he made it like on him, you know. And and it's like I think it's like a good, it's a good answer in general. Like. Um, if you're trying to give critique that person. Like, um, I think this is good, like in marriage or in relationships or in friends or in whatever. If you're trying to critique a person, you know, you could just say, how could you do such a thing? You know, you're so mean. So, uh, you're so, you're not thoughtful. You're such a, you know, heartless person. You're, I don't know, something like that. Or you could say to the person, you know, it bothers me when you do X, Y, Z, you know? I'm not saying you're wrong. You're right. I don't. I'm just saying it makes me uncomfortable. I, I don't. You know, maybe it's me. Whatever. You know. No, you don't really mean that. I don't think the person necessarily even believes that you really mean that. But like, you, you could you create you convey the same message. It bothers me when you don't clean up the blah blah blah, or when you don't consider my feelings and whatever, whatever. You know. So like, it's it doesn't mean like that's truly your philosophical position. You're trying to give mustard to the person. And if you tell them that, how could you ignore me? How could you ignore me? What's wrong with you? Don't you care about me? Don't you have any, you're so selfish? There's no way no one's so selfish. They're just going to get all defensive. But if you say, listen, it bothers me when you ignore me. Okay, so it bothers you. I'll try to be more excited. And ultimately, you want the person to change the behavior. So you have to be sensitive to, if you, if you take the fall, in a certain sense, it's like, you, you certain sense blame yourself. And that allows them to like save face emotionally and to feel like you're not attacking them, you're even attacking yourself and you're just making it about you. And they're, and they're willing to think into it and they're willing to adjust their behavior because of that. So it's just like it's an intelligent way to give mustard to a person without being you know, about them. And I think that's kind of what he's trying to do here. He's softening the blow. He's giving them an out. And he, it's... Look, ultimately, it's weaker. It is weaker. And, you know, they could just knock it off. And arguably, they did. But, but he just held that that was all he could do at this point. And to do more, he knew they were angry. And he knew that, you know, it wasn't, you know, maybe, and again, maybe they think about it. And later, they could revisit it or whatever. And maybe they did. I don't know. I mean, in Brachos, he, had, he really went after them. But maybe he had, maybe he held they didn't do it in the meantime. But... That's what I'm trying to say. Like he specifically was deflecting it from them towards him, and I do think it's a good idea in general, especially if a person's emotional in an area. You know, I mean, obviously there's a time there's a time where you have to say say what's right is right, but usually even if that's your objective for the person to see what's right is right, your objective is to get them to hear it or get them to change based upon it. So you know, you you, you don't have to be a hundred percent truthful. In, in stating your, your your argument, your critique in the most clear form, because it's not going to work. So what's the what's the point? Just to make fun of the person and get them to realize that they're not going to realize it. Whoever realizes that when you give the kind of critique, whoever says, "Oh, you're right. Thank you for telling that to me." It doesn't work that way. But if you say, "Hey, it bothers me when you do this," I say, "Oh, okay, fine. I'm sorry. I'll try to see if I could, uh, you know, be more thoughtful next time." And that works. And they change. And they ultimately, that's what you care about. So that's what I think he is trying to do, you know. So it does sound weak, but I'm saying it was deliberate that it sounded weak. It's part of his overall plan. The Agada, it's interesting. The Agada 
is like, even though he's talking about me, Achatem O.C., that's the pshat. He made me upset, made me whatever. But I'm not sure what the drasha is, but he's alluding to the fact that you're really disturbing the whole Chavis. Chavis is clear, and now you're making it upset, you know, upset and now they're, they're, they're coming after us. And, you know, so there's like, even though on the uh, he's saying, Achatem O.C., but there's like a, somehow an allusion to Achatem O.S.A., which is not about me. I don't know. So I'm not sure how he, is there something in the text which alludes to that, or is it just an Agada that's, you know, it's like, he's saying, you bothered me to make me upset, but then all of a sudden, he like transitions, he goes from being about him to the fact that he's going to destroy our whole nation. Oh, and me. I mean, he's saying me, and what he's saying in words is me, 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 me. But if you think into it, you realize it's not me. He's going to destroy me and my my house. That means all you guys and everybody in the whole nation. So it's like the content of what he's saying is talking about much more than his own personal feelings of whatever, of being bothered. He's conveying a message of destroying the whole Kali Yisrael. But yet the, the pronouns he's using is all me, 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 me. So maybe that's what he's saying. It's like the shot is talking me, but he's a, there's an illusion and not not very deep illusion, but it's enough. It's enough to just change the pronouns and all that. And now when they hear it, if they if they if they can't hear the critique, they're going to hear me 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 me, and they're not going to whatever. But if they're listening, if you look at the content of what he's saying. There's really not talking about me. He's talking about the chavis and achartem. There's a, a much bigger picture here going on. It's not just about me. So it's like the agada is talking about the message behind the message, which he's throwing out there for them to be able to pick up on. If they're so, you know, so willing to, but he's not going to say it openly, which is kind of the point is like you say, it bothers me when you don't clean up the house. I mean, okay, you're saying it bothers me, but I mean, obviously I'm saying is you're a Slav and you're whatever. You're just not saying it that way, but let's, you're saying it nicely, but you're saying it, you're conveying the same exact message. You're just not saying it in those words, but you could say whatever you want. Sometimes you could say what the same thing, basically. It doesn't matter how you package it. And the packaging can make all the difference because that's, you know, because like I think the person could, in an intellectual level, they could hear the point. It's just the emotions get all defensive. And the emotions like are sensitive to your blame. You're blaming me and they get just all defensive. But if like, if the emotions are there, they just pick up on how, what, how you're saying. It. But then, you know, so fine, you, you get, you play, you run interference, you go around the emotions. And then the content of what you're saying can be fine, and the person can think about it as long as you just don't push them and push their buttons in the wrong way. That's what he's saying. It's like he's he's simply, and it's enough to kind of change what the me focused explicitly talking about himself, and then he could even say something. But they have to use their mind to realize that this is obviously much bigger than him. But if they're using their mind, that's okay. Their mind is able to hear the critique. It's the emotion which is the problem. Their anger which is the problem. So the Agada is kind of saying what the real critique is. But the Pshat is what's like the explicit critique. Yeah, it's interesting. It's worth, you know, I think it's an important in terms of interpersonal relations. You know, with, again, close friends, spouses, kids. Yeah. There, are, there are several thing. books written on this. This like, type of thing. Yeah, like one, one of them is called Crucial Conversations. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. another one called Crucial Accountability. Yeah. Like, this is one of the messages yeah the way the way to critique the person uh, yeah because 
It's, it's very difficult. It's one of the most challenging areas. This is this is like interpersonal relationships. Being yeah, able to take a person. The, 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 this like like to level up and being like a leader in any right. in any right. <laughs> like you need to know this. Right. I mean, how do you have to deliver your message of criticism, but at the same time, you have to be yeah. very careful about how you do so. Yeah. Right. You could destroy. You know, on the one hand, if you don't give it at all, you could be weak. You can't get any messages. Same time, you go too yeah. strong, and there's a delicate balance. Yeah, it's interesting. It's nice to have the shot and the Josh kind that have worked together, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. You can use, uh, you know, use it as a model for the guests. Yeah, kids. In this case, it's kids, but it doesn't, it's not limited to kids. It could be kids, it could be leader, leaders. It's not only kids that lead emotionally into the nation. It could be, again, friends, spouses, you know, anything. Okay, but I think it's a mistake sometimes people make is you just you know you, you can't you can't critique a person the same way you critique um, uh, a theory. Uh, it's not the same thing, you know, or a person's theory. Yeah.